would you like to hear another joke? No, I no. would really, really no. rather not. So, so, so the A624 and the M1 are in a bar. And the M1 says, I'm the hardest road in here. I'll take all of you out, no questions asked. I'm hard as nails. I'm going to throw tables. I'm going to throw chairs. I'll throw glasses. I'll punch anyone I need to. I'm the hardest road in here. And in walks a green road. And the M1 hides under the table. Yeah, and so then, it's the same joke. So then this green road starts smashing things up. He breaks tables, throws glasses about punches people in the face and then leaves and the a624 says to the m1 i thought you were the hardest road in here and the m1 says i am but that guy's a psychopath <sighs> no that's <laughs> awful <laughs> it's the same joke it's the yeah. same joke Xander, i already felt awful why did you have to subject me to that <laughs> can i tell you one more joke no, no. you could not <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome back to another installment of the Film Ian Podcast, where this week we're going to film you who... who, 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 that was the worst one you've ever done. Yeah, I know, I know, but you love it. Uh, I'm your no, host, Xander Langwiston, um, that you... Uh, your resident TARDIS, because I'm taking you, uh, I'm, I'm guiding your way. Am I your resident TARDIS? Does that mean we're inside you? And with me, as always, <laughs> is my wonderful co-host, it's Mr. David French. How are you doing, David? Oh, I'm, I'm ill, but I'm still able to, you know, make funny jokes like being yeah. inside you, so you, you, I guess I'm ready for a podcast. I, d- I don't appreciate that you brought your illness inside me. Um... Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I regret making the joke now. You should, you should. Um, this week, we have a very special guest from multiple things online that I will let him go through because I will forget half of them. Um, we have Mr. Tom Mason. How are you doing, Tom? I'm all right. Good, great. Um, <laughs> um, you're, I, I was going to say I'm the resident Time Lord, but I think it's fair to say that you're more of a Time Lord than me. Um, do you want to tell the people yeah. what... what what, where they should know you from? Yeah, I'll, I'll paraphrase. So we don't, we're not here for three years, but <laughs> um, <laughs> but I've run eight different YouTube channels, uh, yep. seven podcasts. Yeah. Um, and I, I still have time to go to college and sleep, eat, and breathe and watch TV. So I'm not using all my time. But <laughs> I'm mainly known. I'm mainly known for doing Doctor Who content and other content such as Taskmaster and anything such to utter stupid videos to me wittering on to famous people such as Alex Horn and Chris Chapman who wrote an audio drama about Doctor Who. It's that good we're, of a show. We're absolutely thrilled to have you here and we, we, we know you uh, you yeah. we, we know you've been listening for a while. Um, but Ooh. I, I, I want to say like it's from, from looking at your like interviews and stuff like that it's absolutely incredible how you get You've had some actual famous people on your podcast. I want to know how 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 on earth did you manage that? Like, what, what what's the secret? <laughs> well, it's a really rubbish secret, but it's some of it's from Twitter. If you pester them enough, or you <laughs> well, like you're stalking them. Um, well, I, I don't know if 
that's how Alex Horn felt. But every time he sent a tweet out, I would just paste the same message until <laughs> he sent me a direct message saying, done. Wow. Just saying, done. Fantastic. Um, but the others, I send emails. So I've got, at the moment, I've got two lined up for the uh, net new year, for January in the new year, which will be fun. Fantastic, fantastic. Well, we look forward to hearing those. Um, I think the 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 I think the um the people who listen to this, if they've gone away and listened to things we tell them to, uh, then they'll probably also know you from your your, your panel show, Time Lords. Yes, uh, that, that I've been a part of, and that was abs- yes. that was so much fun. Uh, so if you haven't listened to that, I I definitely recommend going away and listening to that. Uh, do you want to tell tell everyone what that's about if they don't know? Well, Time Lords is about it's like it's like a, a t- panel show which takes tropes from other panel shows. So I steal ideas from the likes of the BBC to Network Ten in Australia, and I just write random questions and see if anyone actually knows any answers to. Now, hopefully, I've not had any spelling errors just yet. Not um, yet. That, <laughs> not yet. Not yet. But. Because we're having issues with episode two getting recorded and finding people and stuff. Hopefully there won't be any spelling er- errors in that episode. But they've had a few months to write the actual questions correctly. Fantastic. My mum found errors. My mum found errors when she was proofreading it to make sure it all read correctly. <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, I mean, it's fair. You've done the same thing that we do. We just steal ideas from bloody everybody. We do. We do. <laughs> I mean, we we have a UFC thing is just movie fights. Yeah, we we have a we have a we have a whole thing uh, called "Would I film you in?" and it's basically "Would I lie to you?" It's great. Um, so I still hate the name. No, you don't. You love it. You yes, love I do. It. Yes, you do. Um, but um, today, in because because we have a Doctor Who aficionado here, we thought we'd look at a Doctor Who movie. What possibly could it be? But first. Before we get onto that, uh, David, I believe you have some bloody news for us, don't you? A little bit. It's little not bit. really been much that has happened um, in the in the film industry um, past few days. No, I guess it, maybe it, not. So yeah, there's been there's been a little bit of news. So um, we got bit. the very first proper trailer for DC League of Super Pets. I saw that, and it had a KSI song at the start. Oh my, really? It did, because back in like 2016, he remixed oh Jump Around. He remixed it, and they used the remix. I was like, the hell? Everyone hates this song. Why did they use this song? <laughs> That's so funny. Um, Maybe wow. it's just to stay relevant with the kids. Da um, with da kids. I think it looks fine. It will be fine. It's got Kevin Hart in it, it so I'm assuming like it might be terrible. It's Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart, so it might be a it might be a funny thing when Dwayne when Dwayne John uh, Dwayne Johnson is there, and then Kevin Hart's just gonna kind of ruin it with his you know I'm small jokes. Yeah. Uh, did Did you see the trailer, Tom? Um, I've seen a bit of it, not a lot of it, because it just didn't look that great at all. It looked <laughs> awful, but but I feel like Kevin Hart's been in too much lately. He's in everything. <laughs> he, he, He's he in. It even in Spitting Image, the new one on Britbox, they make he's a cameo in that all the time as a small man in a pocket. <laughs> oh, that's actually kind of funny, you know. That's actually kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. 
I actually got Breadbox to be able to watch um, the Doctor, Doctor Who the movie, so I might have to watch that. <laughs> I'm either going to be watching that or the Sarah Jane Adventures because that's a superior Doctor Who show. Oh, the Sarah Jane Adventures is so good. Exactly. It's, it's fantastic. I've got it on DVD twice. On. I know Xander bought it all on his, on his Apple. Hold on a second. Hold on <laughs> a second. Did you say it's the superior Doctor Who show? Yes. You're so incorrect. You, no, you, yeah, you can't say that. Torchwood's far better. <laughs> oh no! All right, now now we're now we're falling apart. Here. We're falling apart. It's civil war on the Um Go on, David. What's the next bit of news? <laughs> the first five or six minutes of Jurassic World Dominion has uh, come online. Mm. I didn't watch it because I don't really care about Jurassic World, but I imagine I, we're going to have to watch it for the podcast. I did watch it, and. Listen, it, CGI-wise, it's fucking phenomenal. It looks so good. It looks so good CGI-wise. But it's... um, The opening clip kind of makes no sense. Um, So, like, they, they've shown six minutes. And, it, like, again, it looks great. But, like, story-wise and structure-wise, it's not very good. So, like, it starts off and it's, like, the prehistoric era. And it shows, like, dinosaurs just being dinosaurs. And that, that's cu- cool cool because it's all cg like you know the lion king yeah 45 million years later and a dinosaur's running into a driving cinema and then and then a helicopter's like don't worry it can't get away that quickly and then it cuts to the logo and ends i'm like what 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 is the relevance to the plot here that's a really terrible opening scene if that's I the reckon op- they've probably they have probably edited it down a bit if that's the opening scene to the movie then it's that that's not a good sign that's really bad that's a really bad sign because that's really that's structured awfully um but yeah again like cgi wise it looks great but you'd assume that from a 300 million dollar movie um so yeah and yeah you're right we will have to watch it for the podcast so oh, for god's sake get I hyped really we get hyped to. boys I haven't even watched the second bloody Jurassic World because the oh, first one don't. was as mediocre as possible. The second one was awful. Um, <laughs> you re- uh, can we just do Jurassic like Jurassic Park instead? We just like troll everybody and say that we're going to do this really relevant review, and then we're just like, nah, screw you. We're going to watch you know the original good one because we want to watch a good movie for once. <gasps> oh my god, it's snowing. It's just started snowing out my window. Oh, oh my it's God. been snowing for ages, my end. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Ju- Jurassic World. Um, Tom, did you see this this opening thing? No, because my philosophy is that if Chris Pratt has, Chris Pratt has done a good thing, leave him alone and don't go into the haven. It's like him in Mario. It's like a disaster. <laughs> I mean, it is. A, it will be that movie will be a disaster. Yes. Um, and I for one can't wait for it. Bring on whenever that movie comes out. Um, D- David, what what's the next bit of news? Give him a minute. The power of editing. Ooh. <laughs> is more we shouted him again. <laughs> Probably. No, she was listening to Sia's chandelier as loud as she fucking could. Wow. You, why why did you mute that? You should have left that we could have left that in. That'd have been great. We'll get copyright strikes. Oh, you don't want that. 
Copyright to Wersinger. We don't want Sia on this podcast. Uh, yes, we do. Sia. Is Sia a wanna... movie about autistic people? Oh, yes, yes, actually. Yeah, yeah so don't get Sia on here, otherwise I'm going to berate her. Yeah. Well, I couldn't see her. That was oh, the worst fuck. joke. <laughs> that was the worst joke. <laughs> Barely your fucking intro. Right, okay, guys, listen, we're here now. We're telling dad jokes. Do you guys want to hear a joke? No. Right, I'm going to tell anyway. it anyway. I'm going to tell it anyway. I'm going to tell this joke. Oh, God, no. Okay, so uh, a fruit pastel and a minstrel are in a bar, right? And the minstrel says, I'm the hardest sweet in here. You know, I'll, I'll break anything. I'll break the tables. I'll break the glass. I'll punch anyone I need to. I'll throw things about. I'm the hardest sweet in here. I'm hard as nails. And then in walks a mint imperial. And the minstrel hides under the table, cowering. And then the the, the mint imperial starts throwing things about, throwing glasses, throwing chairs, breaking tables, all this, punch the barman in the face, all this, throws everything about, and then leaves. And then the fruit pastel looks under the table at the minstrel, who's still cowering, and he says, I thought you were the hardest sweet in here. He said, I am, but that guy's menthol. Is that even considered a dad joke? Because dad jokes are usually quick and funny. Would you like to hear another joke? No, I no. would really, so, really no. rather not. So, so, so the the A one and the M one. Okay, hang on. The A six two four and the M one are in a bar, and the M one says, "I'm the hardest road in here. I'll take all of you out, no questions asked. I'm hard as nails." I'm gonna again, throw tables. I'm gonna throw <laughs> chairs. I'll throw glasses. I'll punch anyone I need to. I'm the hardest road in here. And in walks a green road, and the M1 hides under the table. And yeah, so then, but it's the same joke. So then this green road starts smashing things up. He breaks tables, throws glasses about, punches people in the face, throws tables, breaks things, throws chairs, and then leaves. And the A624 says to the M1, I thought you were the hardest road in here. And the M1 says, I am, but that guy's a psychopath. <sighs> no, that's awful. <laughs> Xander, I already felt awful. Why did you have to subject me to that? (laughs) Can I tell you one more joke? No, No. you cannot. No, definitely not. I'm going to do it anyway. I'm just going to talk over you anyway, so you can't even use it in the bloody edit. Oh, no. We'll move on swiftly. All right, go yeah, go on, David. Fine, that. do more news. We'll keep this on track, um, I guess. So, Delroy Lindo <laughs> has apparently joined the new Blade movie. Oh, yes, yeah, I saw this. I saw cool. this. I don't actually know who he is, but... Yeah, neither do I. Cool. Right, great. <laughs> thanks, thanks. That's sick. Thanks for reading that <laughs> bit of news out, David. Um, I was expecting you to know that, of all people, Zander, because you know bloody every actor ever. Um, I do, actually, yeah. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm going to Google what he's in, and then I'll tell you, and then, you know, he's in The Five Bloods, and The Harder They Fall, and Romeo Must Die. There you go. Cool. Great. You can you can re-edit it if you'd like, so that you can, you know... Oh, yes, like, this guy cool. from The Five Bloods. Yes. Uh, yeah, this guy's great. <laughs> Can't wait to see him in Blade. <laughs> I really hope you forget to edit out the first bit, so that you just look like a twat. I was never going to edit out the first bit, David. Let's carry on. Ah, great. Good. <laughs> 
<laughs> looking like a twat is my business, okay? It it's actually, my, it, it's uh, my whole brand. Um, Marvel have wel- has welcomed Harry Styles to the MCU officially with a official Eros poster. They did, which do that. is like what a couple of days after the release. That's kind. Of, that's kind of spoilery. It's been out, David. That movie's been out for three weeks. Yeah, but it was like a week after the release of it that they did it. I know, but they started showing uh, clips from the final battle of Endgame after like a week on trailers. So yeah, true. Still a bit. A little bit weird. I think Marvel need to hold back. They keep they keep on bloody like I know, but they know playing a Chris Pratt they... and um not Chris Pratt, bloody uh, Tom Holland and no, nah, because they know Mark that Ruffalo. they know that anyone that wants to see the movie has already gone to see it. So now and then that's just to hide people up there. Yeah, seen it, th- yeah, yeah, that's trying to get people in who haven't seen it. They'll be like, oh, well, it's look, trying to get it. all the Harry Styles fans. Exactly, exactly. When he's in it for literally like three seconds. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Making that bread. Um, a new Matrix Resurrections poster has shown off um, Neo and Trinity's new crew, and it looks pretty sick. Yeah. Um, kind of love it. Tom, have you seen any of the Matrix films? Yes, I've seen them all, and um, it the, the trailer looks good. I've seen the trailer, and it looks quite good. My media teacher quite likes the look of the trailer. I think I think it'll be fine. I've I've only ever seen the first one, so um, maybe I, maybe I'll maybe I'll be more hyped if I've seen the other two. I don't know, um, but we'll do an episode on it. I'm sure, at some point, if if we get time or if we care enough. Um, is that is that everything, David? Or was there anything more? Uh, there's there's possibly a couple more. Okay. Um, digging let me, deep. Let me have a look for it. He's digging deep now. Um. Oh yeah, there's a. Like, one, there's the original Harry Potter trio while reuniting for a HBO Max special, but it's going to be, like, the Friends special, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, that's stupid. It's just going to be them watching clips of themselves and bloopers and... Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah, that's um kind of useless. If they're going to reunite those three, do, like, The well, Cursed Child. Did you see um Chris Columbus came out and said, I would absolutely love to do yeah. another one with these three? Um, yeah, he said that they're the right age for the cursed child now as well. So yeah, I th- I do think it. It would make it would make no sense not to do this. The only reason they wouldn't do this is because they're currently obsessed with the Fantastic Beasts, um, and no Which one else is in, awful. No, no one else in the world is. So um, yeah, but bring they, I imagine they just have like bloody J.K. Rowling breathing down their neck, just like I want more Fantastic Beasts. <laughs> That's it. That's all she does over and over. It's either that or she's making random characters gay for no reason just because she forgot give, to do it in the Give me more place. fantastic beasts and kill all the trans people. I'm yeah, JK literally. Rowling. That's what she sounds like. <laughs> she's just <laughs> <a> skeletal. <laughs> I'll get you, my pretty. And your little dog, too. <laughs> Why do you know that so well? I, don't, I genuinely don't know. Oh god, I've terrified Tom. I'm so sorry, Tom. Um, no, no, no. It was really, it was really accurate. I was quite impressed. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> See, I could totally be a great voice actor. Well, I don't know. Yeah, that. but you don't. You just try and get too many references in there, man. Oh yeah, I actually was. Yeah, you're right. You genuine. That's that's the one thing you would actually try and do too much. 
Yeah. Um, and one last thing that's come from um, Spider-Man Twitter of all places that's had a million articles about it. Um, a small little teaser poster sent out by some random company has supposedly um, shown off Andrew, uh, not Andrew Garfield, Tim McGuire's Spider-Man. Yeah, I saw that. The, I saw, uh, I saw that. And it, and it does. It's actually a corner of his head. It, yeah, but, literally. Yeah. Literally. Literally a corner of his head, yeah. Um, Just a corner. Granted, only one person has reported about it, so it very well could be fake. Yeah. Well, you know. It I mean, probably is fake. I mean, it doesn't the, seem real to me. They are in the movie, though. Like, you know, just so everyone's aware that we're... Are we all on the same page here? They are in the movie? No. No. Do you, you, don't, you guys don't think they're going to be in the movie at all? <laughs> no. no. I just like saying no because I know it annoys you. <laughs> yeah, but they'll be in the next one. They'll introduce the multiverse in this one, and then they'll be in the next one. No, they're going to be in this one! What are you talking about? It's, ah! it's too soon. No, it's too not. Soon. They're going to do it. I can't tell if Don's doing this bit because I've done this way too much and he's just trying to annoy Xander more than I have. No, I'm, I'm being genuine. No, <laughs> no, Tom. <laughs> he's still going to be in here. No. Oh, right. Okay. You know what we're going to do? When, when we do the podcast on it, I'm going to wheel this clip back and I'm going to make it look like <laughs> a fool, Tom. Like a fool. Because they're going to be in it. <laughs> well... It'll be a surprise to us all if they are. <laughs> uh, David, was that everything? Uh, yeah, that was the last bit. That wasn't even part of like the that, news that, segment. That, that was wasn't even it was just something I remembered. It wasn't even news. Great. It wasn't even news. It was <laughs> um, just you know letting people know the thing. So we mentioned we're doing a Doctor Who movie this week. Um, you might be wondering which one, and we're doing the one literally titled Doctor Who the movie. Um, they, this uh, so this was released back in 1996, and uh, it was after uh, Doctor Who had sort of been cancelled for a, for a while. When, when was Doctor Who originally cancelled? Not the exact year, but I know it was in the 80s. I know, it, I know it was in the 80s. Oh, 1989. It was. There you go. There you go. Um, you so go. this was um seven years later. And we got a brand new sort of go at it. Um, a bit more Americanized. Um, in that it is literally a pilot. It's just a pilot for a TV show that never got made. Yeah. Um, so it's it's sat at 6.4 on IMDb. It doesn't even have a Rotten Tomatoes score. It has, <laughs> sorry, it has one review on Rotten Tomatoes. And it's fresh. So technically it has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> um and and but it does have a forty eight percent audience score. Um, wow. What about Metacritic? Uh, I don't think it has one. Thick. It genuinely doesn't have a Metacritic score. That's phenomenal. Um. Right. Um. I, so either all of us have not seen this in a while, or I've never seen it. Right. I've never seen it before this. Um, I've not seen it in a while. I haven't seen it since I was a kid. Um, what what did everyone think about it? Uh, uh, Tom, I'll start with you. What what did you think of this? Um, I think it's it's definitely aged. I wouldn't say well or or, or anything, but the the beginning bit, the first fifty minutes of it was like torture, but the last bit of it was good. <laughs> 
What, so do you mean? Only is aged like a fine milk. Yeah, but it, it it's weird <laughs> at the same time because because of of BBC having not much to do with it. A lot of it they had to try and get around copyright, as you can hear with the Daleks at the beginning. They sound like they're on helium. Yeah, they do actually. <laughs> um, D- David, what what did you think? I just thought it was really, really boring. There wasn't really much that went on. There wasn't much that like I, I imagine because it didn't have much to do with the BBC, so it didn't really, you know, they had to avoid copyright. There wasn't really much that made it specifically Doctor Who, other than the TARDIS, the Doctor, and the Master being there, and that's about it. Yeah. Like, not much else happened with that, and I thought some of the CGI was okay for 996. It, I've definitely seen better in 996, but I've also seen way worse. And and on a TV budget. Yeah, like, that. that's pretty good. Um, but there just wasn't anything there that... I didn't, like, it was... I was hoping for a movie that was going to be so bad it's good thinking that it's going to be a really goofy movie, thinking, like, oh, my God, this is going to be awful. It's going to have you, the you, worst you were, script you ever. Were, you were hoping for Powerline. Yeah. You know, I, I was you hoping... Know, you, know, you know Powerline from a goofy movie? Oh, God. Do, 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 do you know that? Do you know that one, David? Yes, I do, Xander. Yeah, I do. One. I'm just... I'm too ill to put up with your shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> I've already had two awful jokes that were the same joke. Do you want to hear a third? <laughs> no, I no, don't no, ever, no, ever again. No, no, what, if, no. what if I told you it was very Please. different? No. I wouldn't believe you because I know what no. you like. No, what, what if I told you it was really, really di- It was actually different. I still wouldn't believe you because I know what you like. But it is you different. You always say comedy comes in third, so if you do the same joke three times, you're going to find it funny still. <laughs> Listen, it does, but that one was just a two. Um, I do have a third joke. No. Okay. It's anyway. a two because it's a shit. That's why it's a two, Xander. Anyway, please stop. Um, so, so you didn't like it? I not really. No, it was kind of a waste of my time. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I could have been. Wa- I could have been watching Vikings or BoJack Horse. I could have been playing a game during that time, but no, I decided to watch Doctor Who the movie. Good God above! This movie was a waste of my time. There you go. That's uh, that, that's that's the quote for this episode. That's you the know title. What? I'm gonna go on to Rotten Tomatoes and leave that review <laughs> so that it doesn't have a hundred percent score anymore. <laughs> uh, well, it is a Disney film now because Fox got bought out by. Disney. Oh my God! Wait, wait. Was this made by Fox? Yes, it was made by Fox. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. So this is literally a. <laughs> this is. Yeah. Oh. Oh wow. It's, it's a Disney film, all right. The, the mouse has been strapped to it. There you go. Um. So I. Listen, it's nostalgic as fuck, but like, I I I really like Sylvester seeing Sylvester McCoy again. Um, because I thought he was a good doctor, and I like the design of the TARDIS. Um, I think it looks really cool, and I think Paul McGann does a really good job. Mm. Paul Paul McGann deserved better, bless him. He was really he was he was fun, and he had those serious moments to shine. Um, and he was he was just good in this. 
Like his performance is real good. Um, I didn't realize the master just turned into cum all the time. Uh, that was a bit weird. <laughs> he just turned into. He turned into specifically Terminator cum. It was. You know what? And then he becomes the Terminator. I wrote he this out in the, the Terminator. Note. He literally, literally turns. He turns up at the at the hospital and looks like the Terminator. I genuinely, like, the second he wow. walked in, I just immediately thought, who the fuck is this Terminator-looking prick? And Eric Roberts, do you recognise him, yeah. who plays the Master? Nope. He's in The Dark Knight. Is he? He plays uh, Maroney. Oh, oh shit, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Amazing. Damn, he had a glow-up in yeah, his career. He really I mean, did. he's gone downhill since. Eric Roberts... <laughs> If you look at him now in the promo images for the new Big Finish audio drama, he looks completely different than he did in the TV movie. He looks Wait, older and he looks st- a lot darker. Is he still doing stuff like this? Yeah, he's still the master in the oh, audio wow. drama series called The Master. Oh, wow. Mad. Mm. I, d- I d- didn't think they'd really go back to him. But I guess they go back to Paul McGann a lot. Um, yeah. Right, so... We all kind of didn't like it very much. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through the Wikipedia page and follow the plot along and um, and just just make fun of this movie. Um, is yeah. everyone ready? Yeah. Right. As ready okay. as I'll ever be. Fantastic. So this is the plot of Doctor Who, the movie from 1996. The, the basically, it's the pilot. It's the pilot. Right. Following the Master's trial and execution at the hands of the Daleks, the Doctor, currently in his seventh incarnation, is transporting the Master's remains to Gallifrey via his TARDIS. Um, my, my first question was, um, why did the Master turn into, like, I mean, he's Robert goo, Cum. but I really do want to keep calling him cum. Why does he keep talking, why, why does he turn into cum when he died? Why is he not ashes? Like, what was that about? That's never happened in Doctor Who before. No, it hasn't. He's, he's always just turned into a creepy-looking grandma in in the past, and then he has. Bodies. You know what? You've said that. I know exactly what you mean. He's got yeah. like, the black cloak on. Yes. Yeah. yeah exactly and he and he, and he like he's been caught in a fire, so he's got yes. a little bit of skin graft. <laughs> Wait, what? What year was this out? This movie, nineteen ninety-six. What year was Terminator Two out? 1991. Okay, they were probably just trying to recreate something like in Terminator 2 because of like the metal dude, like the me- the dude that just walks the, around mean, as like do metal. Mean, com- do you mean the T1000, David? Yeah, the T1000. God, amateur. They're just trying to like because he also dressed up as the ter- they're trying to make Doctor Who into Terminator. Essentially, yeah. Yeah, and it does not work because Doctor Who is a fun, quirky little British show where it's got either sometimes really good budget or sometimes really bad budget, sometimes really good writing, or sometimes it's the worst writing you've ever seen in television in your life. Sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. Sometimes maybe shit. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, that's Doctor Who summed up. And this movie doesn't even, like, I think there was one joke in the entire film that I giggled at, and it was when the, uh, the policeman, like, rode in on his motorcycle into the TARDIS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, three yeah. seconds later, he just rode back out, <laughs> and then he just turned the corner. Genuinely like, oh, a good joke. That shit. Genuinely a good joke. Genuinely a good joke. Yeah, the only good joke of the entire film. Um, uh, well, it's 
It's not a comedy. It, no, it's, it's definitely not. It should have been. <laughs> so, en route, uh, the box with the remains breaks open and an ooze leaks out. They're calling it ooze. Um, Ivan <laughs> ooze leaks out um, from Power Rangers, <laughs> infecting the TARDIS. <laughs> The, the, the doctor is forced to make an emergency materialization in San Francisco's Chinatown on the 30th of December, 1999. Big millennium. Yeah. Wow, crazy, crazy times. I wasn't here it's... for that. No, neither was I. David was. I was for about, you know, 24 days. Yeah, we love that. <laughs> I, was, I was born for 24 days at that point, maybe 25. So, you know, big man over here. Oldest in the group. <laughs> um, as he exits and locks the TARDIS, um, the, the Doctor is shot by a gang chasing down Chang Lee, a young Chinese-American man. Uh, Lee calls for an ambulance. and th- This this made me really laugh because it's the 90s, so no one had a mobile phone. So he's like, I'm going to call for an ambulance. Then he runs out, out of the alleyway and shouts, Ambulance! Help! And I just thought that was really funny. Uh, he's a he's... secret superhero. He's got magic powers. He's got ambulance man. Yeah, he stands there and rubs his head like (laughs) Professor X. (laughs) And then ambulance just appears. He doesn't doesn't even have paramedics in it. It's actually just the ambulance. Paramedics have to come second. Then paramedic man comes in place. Yeah, he he turns into an ambulance. Um, that'd be, that'd Transformers, be robots in disguise. <laughs> so, so Lee Lee turns into an ambulance and escorts the unconscious doctor to a hospital, unaware that the ooze from the TARDIS has gotten on board the ambulance. Oh no, shucks! At the hospital, after the bullets are removed, uh, cardiologist Dr. Grace Holloway. Um, by the way, I wrote here um, that when we meet her, she's listening. To, she's at the opera. And I said, she likes opera. The doctor is going to love her. Because that's yeah. like, yeah, she she's intelligent. That, that's how to tell us she's intelligent in like the like the, the quickest time possible. She's at the opera. <laughs> <laughs> Only intelligent people go to the opera. <laughs> that's... <laughs> the, the actor that plays her hasn't been in any other program or film since her career went downhill straight away. Are you serious? Because she went to the yeah. opera. Oh my God. Yeah. We blame the opera. Yeah, she went to we she went to the opera, opera and and left early um, and went down a dark alleyway and got shot, um, yeah. protecting her son Bruce. Yeah, this is the origin of Batman. Um, <laughs> right, so Paul, Paul McGann is Batman. Paul McGann is Batman. There you go. There we go. Boom. So, um. Dr. Grace Holloway attempts to, uh, attempts surgery to stabilize his unusual heartbeat, but is confused by his strange double heart anatomy. Uh, oh, no. Oh, no. Because he's got two hearts. He's the doctor. And accidentally lodges a cardiac probe in the doctor's body, apparently killing him. And I wrote, like, the violent, the, the death for Seven is really violent. Like, he does not go out gently. No, well, they've got more budget for him. Unlike the others, yeah, but like they just like he's he's like thri- like writhing about on the table. He dies and then he comes back and all like the the like giving him the what what's they called um defibrillators the defibrillators yeah and like pumping well, him and he's fl- thrashing about and it's like Jesus, this is just violent. Yeah, but the others just roll over and then get turned into a, a, the new one. Yeah, it's just I don't know, man. It's just a bit nasty, isn't it? Like, why would they do? Why would they do him like this? 
to mean? Um, then, um, meanwhile, oh wait, hang on, no. The Doctor's body is taken to the morgue while Lee steals the Doctor's possessions, including the TARDIS key. Oh, including the TARDIS key, sorry. I thought, I thought he was going to say something else as well. Um, meanwhile, the ooze takes over the body of an ambulance driver, Bruce, transforming him into a new body for the Master. Um, I didn't realise that the Master could do this. Neither did I. Great. That means they've made shit up for this. The Master well, can do whatever he wants. Well, they've, they've ruined a lot of war with it, because apparently there's only 13 lives, which should indicate that the current series is the last Doctor ever. Yeah. Well, I mean, the... Um... They've kind of gone over that because, like, in in ele- when when Matt Smith regenerated, his whole thing was, "I'm the last one because I've used up two extra regenerations over the years, so I'm actually the thirteenth, and the Time Lords come over and they give him more lives." That that is literally just plot armor. And then, in in thir- when we what we've got now with thirteen, um, she's like had multiple lives before this that you can't even remember. So, like, the whole 13 thing is kind of just a lie. Yeah. It, it they, like. they were basically, they were renewed for 13 seasons. And then they were like, <laughs> you know what, you can have more seasons. Well, we've already written it like this now. <laughs> just give them more lives. Give them more lives. You know, they, just go to the bank, get some more lives out, give it to them, sorted. Well, it's almost 60 years. They've got to make up something at some point to make exactly. it better. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, later, the Doctor's body regenerates. Um, I really like the regeneration in this. I wrote that down as well. Uh, because he's like, he's, he's basically like, he's just stretching his face. He's got a real stretchy yeah. face and then it turns into Paul McGann. He's it, fantastic for a little bit, and then he's Paul McGann. Yeah, and I think it. Look, I think it just. It just looks quite. Looks quite cool. Quite simple. Don't, do not to... try that at home. You'll hurt yourself. <laughs> just stretch your face <laughs> to someone else. Yeah, don't try regeneration, lads. <laughs> it's not worth it, boys. Not doing well. It's not worth it. Um. So the the new doctor suffering amnesia gathers clothes from an upcoming fancy dress party. Um, and so he's got his his, his classic uh, outfit. And the out, what do you think of the outfit for the Doctor? Do we like it? Do we hate it? it I mean, it's, it's all right. I quite like it. It's not it as good as his job. new ones. It, it's very thin and very fabricy. It is very fabricy, <laughs> and he's not wearing shoes for most of it. But my yeah, query, he's like... got that little finger. He's got a little ring around his toe still to say that he's dead <laughs> for quite a while. Yeah, he does. But Wouldn't when... that be really uncomfortable, though? Like, you'd be able to feel that, like, in between your toes, like, yeah, the string. Like, yeah, whenever of, I feel, like, a bit course, of hair in course, between my toes, I feel uncomfortable. Of course, you're <laughs> focusing on the feet, David. God. Well, yeah, of course. Um, but my question fair, is... They focus on the feet a lot in the shots <laughs> as well, the fact that he's got just a ring around his fucking toe. But my, my question 50% is... of this movie is feet shots. My my question is is where does he get the jelly babies from if he's got them out of someone else's cupboard? And why does no one in America know what jelly babies are? I well, just don't think it's a sweet over there, is it? They're uncultured. They are. That's exactly they, they are also, uncultured. Like they also can't get bloody like 
um, Kinder eggs because it's like it's a choking hazard because people are too dumb to realize, hey, there's there's something in this. The thing is as big as the egg inside. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, like a it's still a choking hazard. It's like a Russian. <sighs> it's like a Russian nesting doll. Yeah, they don't Wait. understand that. You, you don't want to eat one of those. Definitely not. Do you want to eat? <laughs> don't, you also no. don't want to eat the toy from a Kinder egg. Um, no, it's it's a choking hazard. <laughs> um, so he recognizes Holloway, the Grace, the the doctor, the the opera singer, um, Martha Wayne. <laughs> he recognizes Martha Wayne, who has resigned from the hospital after the failed operation, and follows her to her car, proving to her that he's the same man by pulling out the cardiac probe. That what, and that, what, what about his foot? He's got the thing dangled off his foot. That. Proves it. That also yeah, does prove say, it. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that he's got a bloody John Doe thing on his foot, just like, wait, why? Why are you named as a John Doe? And also, why do you look similar to the guy I just like killed last night? Yeah. <laughs> um. So uh, Holloway takes him home to recover, and then Lee returns to the TARDIS, where the Master arrives and puts him under his mind control by claiming the Doctor has stolen his body. How the, in the ever loving hell? Did um did the master get into the TARDIS? How did that happen? Um, he, he hovered. No, but like magic. magic. Lee carried him, carried him in like bodyguard style. <laughs> no, he didn't because Lee came in on his own, and the master was um, already in there. Well, the the master's got a key because the master's got his own TARDIS, so the master will have a replica key. Not, that's not just, to, that's not, just a daylight robbery waiting to happen. Yeah, like why the hell would you have a? Uh, why the hell would you have like the same key for for all every TARDIS? That's outrageous. Or, or why would you have an eye in a TARDIS? That's outrageous. Listen, doc, fair the, point. The, the 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 Doctor has some wacky things, but I don't. Why would you I, have I, this movie? It's outrageous. I don't. I don't. I don't <laughs> I don't think you'd allow his arch enemy to have the exact same key as him. I don't think you'd well, allow that to happen. I don't think you that's stupid. Even all, all TARDISes look the same. They're all the same. They've all got the same key. And the hey, key's come not on, even come a on. We won't, be having, we won't be having any TARDIS racism in here, okay? That's that's not wrong. <laughs> We're not having that. For God's sake. They don't all look alike. <laughs> well, if you put them in a row, do Yeah. <laughs> They look like portaloos. <laughs> I wish one day they would change the look of the artist to an actual portaloo. Well, they did in an episode. They had an episode where it looked like a portaloo you find, not like a, a festival one, just one with the automatic doors open, the round ones, oh, the wow. round toilets. Oh, God. Um, I, I've just sent Molly a video of the snow because she went home this weekend. Um, and there's no snow down in Essex. And oh, there's so much snow. She's absolutely fuming. So I've just sent her a video. <laughs> it's snowing again, and and me give, and me giving her the middle finger. So um, jealousy, jealousy. Thankfully, I I highlighted where we were up to. Um, oh, sick. So It'd be really funny if you lost it now. Oh, fuck. <laughs> um, Lee. <laughs> Don't tempt fate. Don't tempt fate. <laughs> um, Lee returns to the TARDIS where the Master arrives and puts him under his mind control by claiming the Doctor had stolen his body. Oh. Um, the uh -oh. Master convinces Lee to open the TARDIS and then open the Eye of Harmony within it, which requires a human retinal scan. 
Um, do, do, is it explained what the High of Harmony is? Hang on, there's, there's a link to it. I don't think it does, because... Cause <laughs> Not in it's the film, the first... no. No, really, in the whole of Doctor Who... This is the first and only time it's ever mentioned. Oh, no. No, it's not. That's not true. Wait, is it not? The, oh, eye, whoa, whoa, whoa. the eye was originally mentioned in the fourth Doctor serial, The Deadly Assassin. Where it was <gasps> oh, it was! As the source oh. of power that sustained Gallifrey. Oh, it was. I do remember that now. Um, oh, it was also mentioned in the 1973 story, The Three Doctors. Oh, oh that's, a good, that's a good story. Um, another figure from Time Lord history was introduced. Omega was a solar engineer who, in trying to provide an energy source for the Time Lords, travel the time travel experiments, harnessed the power of a supernova. However, this apparently killed Omega and created a black hole, unknown to anybody from millennia. Omega was not dead, but merely trapped beyond the event horizon of the black hole in an antimatter universe, and I imagine that's what the actual eye is. I remember the Three Doctors, you know. That's a I... I remember. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> uh, right. Okay. If you're also, telling that joke, I want. Uh, I want. Makes I, an oblique reference to the eyes creation in the episode, the Saturn Pit. Listen, if you're if you're wanting to tell that joke, I'm I'm telling a joke as well. Right. So no, 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 uh, no, 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 no. I've not told one yet. I've still got another one before you can tell that. Yeah, there are there are a uh, oh in the episode Journey to the Center of the TARDIS, the Eye of Harmony is seen in the TARDIS. Oh, cool. Yeah, there we yeah. go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, so me. so he's got get a, he's got a few. Get get wrecked. <laughs> Fuck off, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> um. So so actually, um, he does the master does the same thing in both of these. So in the Deadly Assassin and in the Doctor Who television movie, the master tries. So to this use is the just a remake of the Deadly Assassin to, to steal himself a new set of regenerations from the Doctor. There you go. No, Crazy. Um. So it requires a human retinal scan, apparently. Uh, when the eye opens, the Doctor is flooded with memories and realises the Master is searching for him and tries to block the scan um, by just shutting his eyes. That's all it does. He just shuts his eyes and it's like, right, that's done now, boys. No more worries now. Sick. <laughs> Man can't find me. If, can't, if, if I can't see you, you can't see me. That's how that well, works. It's the film. opposite of don't blink. He just blinked. <laughs> <laughs> The um, film could have ended a lot earlier. Yeah, yeah, it could have. Um, it was... Um, hang on. He warns Holloway that while the eye is open, the fabric of reality will weaken and potentially destroy the Earth by midnight on New Year's Eve if they cannot close it. How convenient that it's going to do it at, at, at the exact time that everyone's going to be like excited. How crazy. When, when everyone's going to be counting down. That's really oh, convenient, no. isn't it? Yeah. So that we get a big countdown at the end. Anyway, we want they want it. Can I just say that um, that countdown like to <laughs> New Year's was really really weird when the guy like when it was all the close ups of everybody. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of like I can't remember exactly what it reminded me of. I think it might have been like um, Invaders and the Body Snatchers or something. But it's just a scene where everybody's like really close up and looking really grotesque. Why did why was it a close up of the guy eating with his mouth completely open? I don't know. It man. was horrible to look at. Yeah. I yeah. thought that I thought that was weird as well. The weirdest bit for me was that they started counting down from thirty instead of yeah. ten. <laughs> <laughs> Why thirty? <laughs> to add tension. Come on, guys. God. They knew that the world was about to end. Why two K? 
Um, YT, do you remember Y2K? Yeah, did anyone I forget do how, as well. Did anyone forget how that was a, a thing? Anyway. No, everybody remembers how that was a thing and how the entire universe was really dumb because they thought the internet was going to destroy the world. I yeah. mean, technically it is destroying the world, but that's because of presidents having Twitter accounts, not because of... Oh, we're getting political. Oh, it's not political when Trump's just an idiot, an idiot and just wouldn't shut up on Twitter. Did you Twitter say should be destroyed just because of that. Tom, did you just say something about Peppa Pig? <laughs> well, but Boris Johnson, Boris Johnson, in a massive conference, said, "I mean, has anyone been to Peppa Pig World? Put your hand up." But why? Why he has he Peppa been to Pig Peppa Pig World? <laughs> God, what a bastard. Right. Oh, what a prick. Right, so um however, he needs an atomic clock to, to fix everything. Um and Holloway finds one on display at the San Francisco Institute of Technologically Technological Advancement and Research. Well, that's convenient. It's really, really convenient, boys. Um, it's almost as if it was a plot. Yeah. Um, it happened to be on the board of trustees. Ooh. It's, it's, <laughs> it's at this point that I, I wrote, this feels real long. Because I was like 50 minutes into it, and I was like, wow, there's, there's still a long <laughs> way to go here, isn't there? Um, so... <laughs> Um, outside, they find the ambulance with the master and Lee waiting for them, offering them a ride because they're just so nice. Ah, uh, best the, friends. The doctor does not immediately recognize the master, uh, but discovers his true identity en route, which um, which kind of the green eyes. Yeah, the green eyes. But like realistically, I don't know why he doesn't recognize him because like you know th- there was a point in Tenant's era when he says, oh, "I don't know who he is, but when I see him, I'll know him." And he's literally stood right in front of him and like, cheers, mate. You, you drive. I'll wait in the back. Like, <laughs> what the hell? Um, and then the... the oh, hang on. Hang on. Where, where is it? Yeah. So they discover his true identity. And he and Holloway escape. But not before the master can spit. He spits cum all over the woman. He does spit cum. Um, and I, and, I, and I, why, why is it acidic now? Why, why, why is it acidic now? Why, why does he have um, a come? Why did he do that? Because he's the master. It's ectoplasm. <laughs> 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 well, look and think of his Randy Marsh in the computer room now. <laughs> it was a spooky ghost. <laughs> this is ectoplasm. Who are you going to call? Um, the, the, Randy the Marsh. The, 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 the Cumbusters. Right. Um. <laughs> Right, so buckets full of common. Wow, wow, buckets of it, Jesus, David. Yeah, well, I mean, he is he, like seventy percent of the human body is like water, so seventy percent of his body is cum. That's buckets of cum. <laughs> or a snake. He was a snake in the beginning. He was a snake in the beginning. <laughs> it's um, snake cum. Listen, I'm really sorry, Tom, that this has happened, but there was a, there, there was a lot of goo in this, and we're, we're absolute children, so um, we want to apologise for lowering the tone of this. Luckily enough, this isn't going on YouTube, and you're not getting money for this. <laughs> Demonetization would be coming 
Fascinating. It would have been really funny if we had a sponsor for this episode and <laughs> just put it in there. Yeah. Yeah. Kill share. They'd, they'd say, listen, we love the whole thing. Apart from the running joke of cum, we, could you, is there any way you can get rid of that? It's like, okay, this right. This episode me. was sponsored by Rage Shadow Legends. <laughs> the, the episode would literally be like 12 minutes long. If there were no really cum jokes. Um, this episode was sponsored by the NHS. <laughs> go, go give your sperm donations today. Zandy, <laughs> uh, your audio has changed. Yeah, it did. Um, wh- when did I start going weird? Um, the second you continue talking after the cum stuff. That's great. <laughs> so at least we've kept all the cum stuff. That's great. That's really important. We've kept all the cum stuff. That's really important. Right, it, okay. It's a highlight. It's a highlight. <laughs> <laughs> On the highlight reel, the clip for YouTube. Yeah, literally, it's just going to be a compilation of every time we say the word cum. No, it's not. Right, <laughs> so the two continue. The two... Oh god! The, the two continue to the institute and obtain the clock returning to the TARDIS, and he uh, offers someone a jelly baby. Where where did they get him from? There's no jelly babies just knocking yeah. about. The no. pocket is from a doctor. A doctor wouldn't randomly have a jelly baby in his pocket unless he was the fourth doctor. Yeah, basically. But... Maybe it, like. Card like Tardis Jack the Fourth Doctor. <laughs> I'm gonna move on. Um, Swiftly, the Doctor installs the clock. Oh, when they return to the Tardis, they have that moment with the with the policeman, and he drives into the Tardis and then drives <laughs> back out again, and it's really great. I could watch that for an hour. Um. Then, oh my God! Right, where are we up to? Oh, God. The Doctor installs the clock and successfully closes the eye, but finds the damage to reality too great and that he must revert time before the eye was opened to prevent the destruction of Earth. Um, anyone following this? No, me neither. As he connects the proper TARDIS circuits to do this, the Master remotely takes control of Holloway's body with, from from, the, oh. from her cummy wrist, um, causing <laughs> her eyes to become inhuman, and she strikes the Doctor Purple. unconscious. Um... She- she turned purple. The, the the doctor wakes to find himself chained above the eye. Um, the master poised to take his remaining regenerations while Lee and Holloway watch. Um, and I I wrote down because I think it's I absolutely believe it. The master's outfit is absolutely fantastic. It is. He looks it's so like good. He looks so so good. Um, yeah. You can see him walking down the street. Waving his massive leather jacket. So, um, and the one thing I actually remember about this as a kid was the uh, weird headgear that the Doctor has to wear when he's trapped. What, the helmet? The helmet. All right. And yeah, yeah I'm sure I remember seeing memes of this here and there because I I, I saw like the eyes open. I was like, I don't know if this has been recreated in another show and become a meme or if this is the meme. But I know for a fact I've seen this somewhere. Well, it, it looks similar to the Sarah Jane adventures when Sarah and Joe was attached to them little machines with a headgear on it. They did it better. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to find a picture of it and it's weirdly difficult. Why is it so difficult to find a picture of this weird head thing? Because they tried to forget the film existed. True. I, mean, I tried last night and it didn't work. <laughs> it's going to no, take well, years of repression. 
Well, luckily, you haven't watched the two Peter Cushing films. Now, they're awful. I, I watched a bit of one as a kid, and I was like, this is terrible. Oh, they're both of them. They're just a recreation of one of the TV stories, but now the Doctor's called Doctor Who, and he's a human. Oh, wow. Um, we, I mean, that's uh, that's terrible. The only redeeming factor, the only good thing about it is Bernard Cribbins was in the second one. Bernard Cribbins is in it. Yes, you're right. He is. He's in the second one. He plays a little jolly policeman. (laughs) Hello, hello, hello. Right. I can't find it. So, fuck it. I guess it doesn't matter. Anyway. It doesn't um, exist. The Doctor is able to break the Master's control on Lee. And Lee refuses to open the eye for the Master. The Master just fucking... Breaks his neck and kills him. I was like, hang on. I'm sure this guy lives. How, what the hell? I didn't know he died. That's really messed up. Um, again, this movie's violent. And then releases his control on Holloway to return her eyes to normal. Uh, he forces her to open the eye and then begins drawing the Doctor's life force. Um, Holloway, under her own control, is able to complete the final circuits to put the TARDIS into a time-holding pattern, preventing Earth's destruction, and then goes to free the Doctor. Um, so it's actually it's mad how how this is lined up. So it says earlier, um, when when Lee when Lee betrays the master, he's like the master kills him, and then um and then the then Holloway goes to free the doctor. The master kills her. Um, it's just really blunt. I love it. Uh, but this has given enough time for the doctor to free himself and attack the master. Um, the the doctor gains the upper hand and pushes the master into the eye. The eye closes and time reverts a few minutes, undoing Lee and Holloway's deaths. There you go. That's the whole third act. The master's gone, mate. He's fucking dead. He's dead. He's dead. He's, dead until he's bloody. Kicked, he's bloody six. cactus, mate. He's a big cactus. He exploded into come. <laughs> until two thousand and six, when he turned back up as John Sims. Sim. Sim. Yeah, John Sim. John Sim. Yeah. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, yeah. Him. Yeah, what a guy. What an absolute guy. <laughs> yeah, um, he can play the doctor. He can play the mechanic. It's great, Johnny Sims. What? I'm so confused. Please, please tell me you know who Johnny Sims is. No. Yes, oh my God, I do, I do, I do, I do. I do. There you go. Oh, Jesus I do. Christ. I do, I do, right. I do, I do, I do, I do. We're moving on to you too long. He, he plays the doctor, but he is always the master. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Well done. Um, sorry, Tom. Uh, Johnny Sins is a porno actor. We're going to move on from that <laughs> very quickly. So with, with no further risks to Earth, the doctor prepares to leave. Lee returns his possessions, and the doctor warns him not to be in San Francisco on the next New Year's Eve, um, implying that if he is, he's going to die. That's nice, isn't it? Um, the Doctor offers Imagine Holloway... Imagine just being told, yeah, move away. You're going to fucking die in a year otherwise. <laughs> yeah. The Doctor offers Holloway uh, the opportunity to travel with him, but she reply- she politely refuses and instead kisses him goodbye. The Doctor departs alone in his TARDIS. And uh, uh, that's it. And then the theme tune. And the theme tune's actually well, kind of good in this. Yeah, fun that's fun. Really a good film. Yeah. Fun fact. The, the, that's the first time you ever see the Doctor kiss a woman. Is it really? Yeah. It oh was the first God. ever kiss. 
And it was the first, it was, it was, that's what started the Doctor becoming so romantic. He wanted to kiss every woman he saw. He actually does kiss a lot of people. Huh. Uh, yeah. That's, that's funny, um, that's cool. Yeah, I'll tell another funny story whilst we're, whilst we're at it now that we've come to an end. <laughs> when uh, it was, I think it was last year or the year before, can't remember, but um, my mother does a thing where she, it was off some friend of hers, where it's every day in the advent calendar you get a new present. Now, I had asked for the Doctor Who TV movie on DVD, not realising what was about to happen. Uh, and I filmed it for YouTube on my main channel, and I opened it, and I went, Hey, yeah, and I probably looked at it, and then you see my face just dropping as I find out the whole thing's in German, the front and the back. <laughs> <laughs> the whole DVD is in German, and 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 so there's an argument involved. We we been arguing about it. I upload the video anyway, just because why not? And we watch it, and it says we got settings, and you can turn it to English. But I still want the Blu-ray copy, but I decided to keep it. Because it's the moment I found out that don't trust Amazon because you're going to get a German copy of something. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody Bezos. God yeah. damn you, Bezos. Um, that's so um, I've, I found a little fun fact about it. Um, among, the, among the actors who were invited to audition for the role of the Doctor but declined the opportunity were Christopher Eccleston and Peter Capaldi. Eccleston and Capaldi later played the ninth and 12th incarnations of the Doctor, respectively, in a variety series of Doctor Who, which began in 2005. Eccleston wow. turned down the offer to audition for the TV movie because, at the time, he felt he did not want to be associated with a brand name so early in his career. Capaldi declined because he felt it was unlikely that he would be given the part. Wow. Kind of cool. Cool. Yeah. And, and the other fun fact, um, I'll let you with facts here, uh, <laughs> is that the BBC version, when it aired in the BBC, was really popular. It was, like, mega popular, but because it was Fox, they couldn't do anything. But Fox had actually had planned to do a series prior to Young Sheldon called Young Doctor about the Doctor as a child. Oh, God, of course. Oh, thank Christ that never existed. That sounds awful. I mean, Young Sheldon's pretty awful as well, so... Hang on, I quite like that. That's that's quite all right. <laughs> I think I've watched, like, three minutes of it, and it's just... I, I couldn't stand Sheldon in the in Big Bang Theory. I didn't want to watch more of him but as a kid. Well, it's a different actor. It's a small... It's a small, it's a small child that... He's on YouTube every week re- reviewing a new plays scene. It's a it's a little version of him. It's a little version yeah. of him. Um, I, I don't. It's not Mick. It's a little, not Mickle. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, this this movie's weird and and you know what? I I I'm glad it exists though. Because if it didn't exist, then Doctor Who would have just disappeared completely after the eighties. Yeah. And this this yeah. works as a really nice bridge between the old stuff and the new stuff because this is yeah. both this feels classic but feels modern yeah in a way that feels, feels necessary it just doesn't it work in any of the ways though like it doesn't it feels modern in the work like in the bad writing era of modern yeah and it feels classic in the way of how cheesy and kind of crappy some of the episodes were and like non-meaningful some of the episodes were because there were some really meaningful episodes in the classic series yeah but some were also just awful yeah, yeah, yeah. 
the modern episodes have a lot more awful than they do good, especially nowadays because the writers are like oh. heads are up their own arse. Oh, oh. I'll, I'll, oh. I won't go down that route. You'll oh, be no. having angry people with pitchforks out your window. Oh, yeah, I don't, I don't yeah, care. Bro. Come out yeah. the window. I don't watch Doctor Who anymore. I've, like I've been thinking about rewatching from Eccleston forward because what? I kind of want the nostalgia hit because I've recently been hitting myself with a lot of nostalgia. <laughs> well, and, yeah, but yeah. nah, some of the episodes what? are written horribly well the tv movie was the first piece of official doctor who since the wilderness years began because there was unofficial ones where they had um tom pertwee as as a, a character that is the doctor but isn't it was like a low budget version of doctor who called doctor whoever <laughs> fantastic sick doctor um, whatever the fuck you want to call it <laughs> So, um, not getting copyrighted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, um, this, yeah, it, it certainly is something we all watched, isn't it? Um, yes, that's um, it. That's it, certainly exists. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of done talking about this. Uh, so guys, before we wrap up today, I've got a, I've got, I've got, a, I've got, a, I've got a thing. I've got a thing. Woo! Hey, hey. Ooh. Hey David, hey Tom. How about you guys sell me a movie or a TV show or a game or a music or a book if you're a nerd? I Oh, David, go on. Will sell a Take your time. Did I sell Daybreak? <laughs> I need to I need to ask something. Edit this out on it. Did I sell Daybreak last week? No. Okay, I can sell two shows then. Oh great! More shows. Yeah, I've been I've been on a bit of a binge. Wow, okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I've been I've been just kind of ruining myself with a load of different shows. Okay, great, great, go for it. Um, so I'm going to recommend Daybreak on Netflix, and to to describe Wait, this Daybreak, is, this is that one with um Ma- Matthew Broderick, right? Yeah, I I don't know if he's um oh yeah he is it is it is it is um so Daybreak is essentially. Imagine Ferris Bueller's Day Off if they had a love child with um, Mad Max Fury Road. That's Daybreak. Right, okay. And it works weirdly well. It's really fun. It's, like, very funny. It deals with, like, the end of the world in a very teenage kind of Ferris Bueller-y way. Um, Like, there's a lot of fourth wall breaking. There's a lot of funky music. Then, and essentially the plot is all the grown-ups have become something called ghoulies. They're not necessarily zombies. They still kind of think. But they walk around in herds like zombies and they eat flesh like zombies, but they specifically want to drink blood. And it's honestly a lot of fun. Um, like, yeah, there's a lot of fun characters in it. They deal with, like, a bit more, you know, serious topics here and there. They actually, like, kind of take away from um, the stereotypes of these people because they they outright blatantly make all these people like high school like American high school stereotypes yeah in the most like ob- ob- obsessive way of stereotypes for high school but then they kind of break them down and you kind of get to learn about the characters a lot more and like for an example as well like they kind of go away from the stereotypes by making two of the jocks gay Okay. And that immediately is already a great idea because jocks are always the straightest, like, misogynist guys in the entire bloody, like, high school show. 
normally so yeah. they're immediately taking away from that entire aspect of it and they're the bullies but they're st- they're still gay and it's it's honestly a lot of fun to watch i watched it all in one night um as usual and yeah i can i can highly recommend it it's a lot of fun cool yeah i, I remember the hype when it came out um, yeah, it it kind of deserved the hype. I'm kind of sad that it's been um, officially cancelled by Netflix. Like, I I can't really see where they would have taken it as much, like in it, like in ten episodes anyway, as they did with the first season. There's a uh, there's not as much that they could have done with it, but it was still a really fun show to watch, and I would have liked to see at least like an episode or two, like a special or like a a movie sequel, just wrapping it up a bit more. Cool. But yeah, it, it's de- it's definitely worth a watch. It's a lot of fun, especially if you like Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Nice. Um, and what 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 was the other thing you wanted to recommend? Um, I'm just going to quickly. Uh, I'm pretty sure I've recommended before, but I'm just going to re-recommend Vikings because I've been rewatching it and it's oh. great. Yeah, that is good. It's it, it's fantastic. Telling the story of Ragnar Lothbrok and uh, then his sons is a great idea. It's it's what Game of Thrones strives to be in terms of like more, you know, medieval, well, not even medieval, like Viking era um, combat and a little bit of mythology here and there. Not too much. It's still grounded quite in reality in a lot of places, but there's hints of mythology here and there. And learning about Norse mythology is one of my favorite things ever. I have, Norse mythology is one of my obsessions. I love it to bits. And Vikings shows it off really well. Um, it does. It takes a few like creative royalties, such as Ivar the Boneless. He's not actually a cripple in real life. He he was just um, originally a coward. That's why it's called Ivar the Boneless. Like another way to say spineless. He ran away from a battle at one point, so people called him Ivar the Boneless. But um, he is actually boneless in this. His um, legs literally. He was born without bones. Oh. And it makes for a really, really menacing character. Um, it's great, honestly. The entire show is fantastic. Ragnar, like Travis Fimmler's Ragnar Lothbrok, sexy man. Not gonna lie. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great. I've heard a lot of good things about Vikings, so it's I fantastic. Probably get on it. It's Tom, like nine seasons long. Tom, do you have anything yeah. that you'd like to sell me? Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll go with uh, two things. Um, okay. I, it, it was a, a, a really big... I was thinking about it. There was, uh, there was too much. But the first one is a UK, uh, international Netflix original apart from in France. Now... Okay. You, yeah. So the show is called Call My Agent. It's a French sitcom that next year on Amazon Prime is getting a UK remake because they've already done an Indian version. But it's about a talent agency in the film industry in France. And it's about, it's a sitcom, it's the antics of the French um, industry. And it's about how, like, it all begins with the the boss dying and so they have to try and pick up all the pieces and try not lose anyone. It's It's a sitcom that's got everything from people... To more people, to French people, to um, to it's anything. It's 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 got it's 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 got everything you want in it. It's got 
it's the most diverse sitcom you've ever seen. It's got everything, everything you can even imagine. It's a 15, so it's not that. You can't imagine that, but it's right, okay. <laughs> everything. It, that makes sense. Um, it, it has got subtitles on it, so it is watchable. Um, <laughs> it's, 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 really, it's really worth it. It's fantastic. Oh, it's cool. hilarious. It's funny. It's got swear words, but you don't, you can't tell them the swearing unless you read the subtitles. <laughs> Great, that's the best kind of swearing. That's the best kind of yeah. swearing. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, and it is. It it's even got the lift door opening and closing in French. I mean, from the background, you just the talking, and then all you hear is doors opening, doors closing. Obviously, in French, not in English. <laughs> But it's, but it's that type of thing. Um, and then the other thing is available on Sky Series 1 to 5, but it's also available on Amazon Prime, called The Good Doctor. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, it's got, yes. it's got this kid from the Spiderwick Chronicles. It's got, it's got Freddie Highmore, uh, who, who the last time anyone saw him, other than in Bates Motel and Spiderwick, he ruined his career for a brief stint in the US remake of Taskmaster. Uh, oh no! But yes, oh, yes, he God. ruined his career in that. Yes, definitely. Um, and so it's about a, a doc, a, a doctor that's got autism. Uh, very relatable, but not a doctor. Uh, so not that relatable. <laughs> and it's about how he he is not very good at communicating. Not very good at walking it looks like not very good at everything but he can imagine a bone and, and he knows how the anatomy works and he knows which parts to cut up and which parts to prod which parts to say oh they're gonna die and how to upset people cool that sounds uh that sounds kind of fun mm. um right have you got anything Alexander? Yeah. That's a fantastic question. Um, That's why we asked it. Because if not, we can move on to the to the last um, bonus section. I actually do have something to sell. Oh. Oh. I, I watched a movie on Netflix this week. Um, it's from. Yes, you do. It's from two thousand five, <gasps> and it is called. Or is it two thousand five, two thousand six? Hang on, I'm sure it was two thousand five. Two thousand five, yeah. Um, and it's a movie called Green Street. Um, this has um, what's he called? I always forget his name. Elijah Elijah Wood. It's got Elijah Wood in it, uh, and Charlie Hunnam, and Elijah Wood is obviously American, and his uh, his sister lives in England. So after he gets kicked out of his university, he flies over to visit his sister, and then while he's there, he meets her husband's brother, played by Charlie Hunnam, who is um, a football hooligan, and. While while he's there, he takes into a football match, and they get into a fight while they're, while they're there. And basically, Charlie Hunnam is like the leader of the West Ham United firm. Um, and they're like basically a gang who go to West Ham games and fight the other firms from the from the other uh, teams when when they play. And they're like the best known firm in London. And so then, but then there's a Millwall firm. And they play each other in the cup, and so there's a bit of tension there. Um, you know what? It's actually 
kind of good. The whole time I was really shocked at how much I enjoyed this film because uh, Charlie Hunnam is fucking awful. His accent is truly, truly dreadful. Um, it gets way better, I imagine, then because of um, the gentleman. Yeah, yeah. The gentleman yeah. is great in. Yeah, he's he's a great actor now, but in this, he's not good. But thankfully, the character is written really well. Um, the movie is very low budget, and so you can see in the like in the, in the fight sequences, they're basically just showing that there's more movement by just moving the camera a lot. And like, I love that kind of style of filmmaking where you can tell it's really cheap. Um, but it's a really it's a really, like, it's not fun, but, like, it's, you get a sense of brotherhood, and I really enjoy that. You get a sense of what it's like to be with a group of friends at a football game, and, like, the the people, like, you only see these guys at the football, and you only talk to them at the football, and it feels like that kind of thing, because I know people like that, that, like, my, my, when I used to go to football, we'd bump into people that we'd only bump into at football, because they're just the, your football mates. And so it felt it felt like a great sense of community, um, and so I guess I kind of like the story more than the actual film. But then Elijah was really good as well, um, and him trying to turn like into a chav is really funny. Um, I'd give it a really solid like six six point five, but I think if you're a football fan, it's actually kind of good, and you might enjoy it. So um, fair enough. Yeah, Green Street, check it out. It's on Netflix. Kind of good. Right, David, you said you've got a bonus thing. What, what the fuck do you want? <laughs> so, um, as, as, as me and you know, Xander, it's uh, my birthday next week, and we've, we've got this thing where we do birthday podcasts. Yes, And now, we originally, we were just going to be doing um, Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City, but I thought, that's just, a, that's just a new movie that's coming out, and yeah, it looks like it's going to be shit, but I really want to torture Xander, because I did it last year, and it was great. Right. And so I messaged you saying that I'm going to um, make you watch a specific movie, and um, right, you have to only you have to watch it, and then you get to rant about it in your own little section because I know you like you know having your own little sections because it's I'm going to be running that episode, so I thought I'd, I'd give you a bit of the limelight this time. Why? So why? Why? Why, have, why? What? What? I'm I'm really nervous. I'm because I, I have because in my head seven movies to choose from. Oh, what right the here. fuck! <laughs> I have seven movies to choose from. Now I thought I'd make it a tiny bit of a mini game because I just like torching you just a little bit more. Right. I'm going to. I've got it all, all on a spinny wheel. Oh my god! I'm going to spin it three times altogether. I'm going to remove two on from the first ones on the spinny. Right, and then the final one is going to be the um, like the actual choice. But I'm going to tell you the choices right now. So, we've got Ballistic X versus Sever. It's a movie that I found online that I found the like the story about what? the actual creation of the movie interesting, but the movie's awful. Right, it's trying to be like the Matrix slash Equilibrium, but it's even worse. Okay. Cats. The oh no! What are you doing? The Garbage Pail Kids movie. Oh my god! The Monster Hunter movie. Oh, right. Okay. Paul Blart Mole Cop Two. Why? Why? <laughs> the Emoji movie. I've seen uh, it already. <laughs> you're gonna have to watch it again. 
And finally, yeah, to really annoy you. Yep, I know. I know what's coming. Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory, the Johnny Depp one. So Charlie <laughs> in the Chocolate Factory. Yes. I'm surprised you didn't put Robocop 2014 on there. I was waiting for that. Oh, no, that that's, you know, or, I feel or, like you'll still find some enjoyment in that. Or, I don't always an, find any enjoyment. Or another Pirates of the Caribbean film. No, because... Like we've already done that. Like that's just being a you know a dead horse. Right, go on, go on, spin it. So the first two I'm okay. not actually doing. The first two, these are getting rid of from the selection. So you may be very lucky here. You may be very unlucky. Sometimes maybe good. It's Sometimes spinning. Maybe shit. It's spinning. Oh, oh. It has gone rid of the Monster Hunter movie. It almost got rid of Garbage Pail Kids. Right, sick. Okay. I mean, I didn't even want to watch that one anyway. I mean, I, I, yeah, I, but I feel like you'll have found a bit of enjoyment in that with how shit I, it's going to be. Yeah, I would have. I would have. You're right. Spinning again. Oh. It has gotten rid of Paul Blart Mole Cop 2. Oh, thank Christ. I can't be dealing with Kerry James. I hate that guy. <laughs> Final spin. I'd say that. <laughs> I, I genuinely feel the tension. I genuinely feel the tension. I genuinely... Do you want to know what it was? <laughs> oh, no. I Do you want to know? I don't. Your chosen torture is cats. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> you have to watch Cats, the movie. Oh, I feel the one sorry. based on the musical. Yes, I know I what so the movie is, David. Go, go on, Tom. I feel so sorry for you. Thank you. Thank you. It, I... it, it, I've, been, I've only ever seen the trailer. It scares the living daylights out of me. And I just feel sorry for you. <laughs> Thanks, bud. That... I'm, I'm so glad I thought of that. Like, I was at work yesterday. I was like, how can I annoy Xander? Because I don't want to just do a like, Resident Evil podcast. And then I, fa- like, I was just started looking online for like just really bad movies because I couldn't think of one. And I was like, wait, he hates Johnny Depp. Why not Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? And then I put that on there. I was like, oh my God, I just remembered the Cats movie existed. And right, so so, so next week, next week you're getting a double whammy. We're doing Resident no, Evil: Welcome to Raccoon doing... City, and I'm doing Cats. Yeah. No, no, I mean, I'm not doing Cats. I mean, oh, fuck, I mean, I'm talking about the movie. Um, oh shit, right. Um, oh my god. Well, thanks for that one, David. You really just ruined you're my welcome. day. I was on a real high. You can hear, you can hear animal welfare. You can hear animal welfare. Oh, Genuinely, nice, you might just want to get it out of the way early and go on, and just go and watch it after this. Oh, I hate you. No right. ruin a snow day. You need a good snow day, not a bad one. Don't yeah. make him watch it now. I'm on a snow day. I'm getting snowed in. <laughs> make him watch it on Monday. <laughs> right. We're going to call it there. Um, thanks a lot for everyone to, to everyone for listening. And huge, absolutely ginormous thank you it's Tom for being here. Thank you so much for being here, Tom. Where can the people You're find welcome. you? Um, I'll be here forever as well. Uh, you can, <laughs> you can find you can find me um 
in a safe place. Let's, let's not go down that room. I'm not telling you my address. <laughs> but, you, but you can find me on the internet on, on several places. So on YouTube, if you, to save hours of searching, just type in Tom Mason, you'll find a logo where it's a T and an M squished together, right? Once you get there, that's my main channel. You get channels, and you'll see a bit that says other channels, and there are my other channels. And if you want to find me on Facebook, you can find me on Dog 2 Discussions. You can find me on um, The TV Critic. Yes. Uh, you can find me on Lovely Bitter Squirrel. And you can find me on Mayan Zander's podcast, my first ever co-host podcast. Yeah. What We Hear in the Shadows. In you the can shadows. find us on there, and you can listen to that. Hopefully, I'll have guests on that in the future, so then it's not just... Me reading from the transcript and Dan laughing at the fact that I found the transcript. <laughs> uh, so do do stay tuned for a format we'll be implementing. We're stealing ideas from other podcasts. Oh yeah, this That's... podcast included. It's our bread and butter. Um, yeah. So if anyone's listening and they want to come on the podcast to talk about well, well into paranormal because it's what we're currently talking about. Yes. Please get in touch with whatever medium. That's available to, and we'll steal you. Maybe, we'll, uh, maybe, an, you. maybe an actual medium. Yes. Maybe an actual medium. <laughs> yes. So, so if so, if any dead actor wants to get in touch with us, <laughs> please do. Um, I will leave links to Tom's stuff in the description as well. So go and check him out. Um, yeah, it's it, it's really great to have you on, and thank you so much for being here. You're welcome back anytime. Welcome. I had a fun time. It was interesting. Okay. <laughs> Aside from all the cum talk, um, well. <laughs> David, thank you so much for being here as always, my dude. Oh, it's. I was gonna say it was my pleasure. It was only my pleasure when I got to tell you your torture device for next week. It was actually <laughs> kind of boring to watch the movie, but it was lovely to meet you, Tom. Oh, lovely, <laughs> lovely to meet you too. Um, and thank. I, I am quite small. <laughs> <laughs> and thank. Thank you so much from me as well. Uh, if you want to hear more from us, then head on over to Facebook and Instagram where we post weekly clips from the episodes. And uh, we have posters that are lovingly made by our wonderful uh, Joe Cook. Um, so, uh, yeah, go check those out. And, yeah, um, he's amazing. He is. He's a wonderful man. Yeah. And next week we're doing Resident Evil and I'm watching the movie Cats. <laughs> so um, have good luck Watch with it. that one. Uh, thanks a lot, everyone. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Okay, guys. Can I, can I can I tell you my other joke real quick? No. No. Okay, so no. I'm, I'm gonna I'm just gonna tell it. There's this farm. I don't believe that. All right, and he's really happy, and he's got a farmer's wife and all that. He's very happily married, and he's really really into tractors. Tractor. Like weirdly obsessed with tractors. Like he collects them. He likes driving them a lot. He collects all the magazines, all that sort of stuff. And then one day. Um, unfortunately, in a freak accident, his wife is killed by a tractor. And uh, so on that day, he says, you know what? He vows to never touch a tractor again and end his fandom completely. So he he, he, stop, he gets rid of all his tractors and just tries to move on with his life. Um, and a few years later, he's, he's finally decided, you know what? I'm ready to go, go get out dating again. And he, uh, he, he meets another woman. And they go on a date. And the date's going quite well. But he's very nervous. It's been a while. Um, and then suddenly, there's a bit of commotion in the kitchen. And there's a fire. And so, everyone starts panicking in the restaurant. And the, the, the farmer stands up. And he and he breathes in really heavily. 
breathes in all, all the smoke and fire. And then he sits back down. And the woman's like, oh my God, how how did you do that? And and, um, and he says, I'm an extractor fan. It was the worst joke ever. <laughs> <laughs> He's back again. Oh, God. <laughs> How good is that joke? No, no. It's as worse as the one about the motorways, because that doesn't even make sense. Motorways can't even walk. It does make sense, because he's an, an ex-tractor fan. Cause he, no. He, he was a tractor fan, so he's an ex-tractor fan. But he's also an ex-tractor fan. Luckily, you're not a comedian. Luckily, that's not your day job. <laughs> Don't quit. Don't quit your day job. 